Hello everyone, I'm Michael Martinez, and welcome to my Sports Pack 12 podcast show. For you first-time listeners, let me give you a little bit, little bit of my sports background. I played my college football at UCLA, where I was a defensive nose tackle. I was also drafted by the Los Angeles Angels out of high school. I was a catcher, but I was drafted as a pitcher, and I've been working in radio now for a number of years in a variety of capacities. So that's a little bit of my sports background, and I look forward to doing my monthly podcast show as usual here on Sports Pack 12. On my podcast show, I'll be talking about a wide variety of topics related to Pac-12 football and basketball, with an emphasis on UCLA, and other Pac-12 topics I find interesting that we can discuss with each other throughout the year. I welcome, Of course, I welcome any questions or comments you might have. Uh, all you need to do is go to sportspac12.com, click the uh, Contact Us drop-down button, and shoot me your question or comment. And of course, I'll get back to you as quickly as possible. I'd love to have you engage, have you have the dialogue between me and my audience as often as possible. So uh, I encourage you to do that. It'll be fun. So without further ado, let's get the show started. Uh, today I'm going to talk about a topic here in LA that kind of set the city on a buzz uh, this week. It took place at, uh, it relates to UCLA football and head coach Chip Kelly and his future as the head coach at UCLA. In, a, uh, in his weekly press conference, uh, a local sports writer from the Los Angeles Times uh, posed a question, rather a closing question at the end of the conference to Chip Kelly. And the question was as follows. Chip, is it true that newly acquired Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Mookie Betts has just purchased your $7.6 million house in Encino, California. And all, all of a sudden, there was like a little quiet amongst the, uh, amongst the group sports writers in the, in the conference. Kelly, of course, paused for a quick second, didn't say anything, and then responded in his inimical, sarcastic way and said, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Well, you know, I don't know about I don't know about you, but to me, when 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 someone poses a question to somebody, and their answer or their response to the question is no comment, usually that means the question that was posed is either has some truth to it, or is entirely true, and the person, uh, for fear of disparaging themselves, chooses not to answer it, and that's exactly what Chip Kelly did when he said no comment. So of course, social media went berserko, went crazy with everybody speculating, is Chip Kelly going to be fired or is he fired and it's just being kept quiet? Uh, otherwise, why sell your house? I mean, if you're not going to live in LA, why do you, why would you sell your house if you're not going to live in LA? If he's not going to be sold his house, where's he living? And is, is it in a temporary basis? Well, you couple that with the strong speculation going Chip Kelly going into his third year as the head coach at UCLA. Uh, he's under heavy scrutiny now with new athletic director Martin Germain at the helm. You know, Kelly in his first two years at UCLA in 2018 and last year, 2019, has had two of the worst years any new UCLA head football coach has had in uh, in their football history. I mean, he is 7 and 17 in two years, three and nine his first year, and four and eight in his second year. 
So, you know, everybody was, of course, was had high hopes with Chip Kelly coming over to UCLA with his unbelievable college football record at, at the helm when he was at the University of Oregon for four years from 2009 to 2012. His 46 and seven overall record. His uh, he went to four straight BCS bowl games. Uh, he lost a tight game to Auburn in the 2011 BCS National Championship game when they lost to Auburn 22 to 19. I mean, Chip Kelly was the cat's meow of college football. He revolutionized college football offenses with his up-tempo, no-huddle offense. And then, of course, recruiting just these off-the-charge skilled players at the skilled positions. And uh, he was um, unstoppable at Oregon. Just unstoppable. So, of course, he didn't have a very good stint in the NFL. He left uh, Oregon, went over to the Philadelphia Eagles, did okay the first couple of years, then got fired in his third year with some internal strife amongst team members, and he made some trades that were very questionable that created some animosity amongst the team. And, of course, uh, he got fired in his, after his third year at, at Philadelphia. Then he went over the, to the San Francisco 49ers, was there only for one year, uh, was two and fourteen in that one year. Got fired there after one year, and the reputation of Chip Kelly's style and personality still, uh, you know, still, still, still followed him with with bad, uh, bad results. There was some internal uh, strife there on the team as well. Some players didn't like the way Chip Kelly handled the team and handled players. Anyway, long story short, he got fired, and only after one year with the 49ers as well. Everybody was excited at UCLA, and UCLA won the Derby Bowl and trying to get Chip Kelly because he took one year off and was an ESPN analyst. And uh, he came down to Florida, University of Florida and UCLA, vying for Chip Kelly's uh, services. UCLA won out. Everybody was excited. You know, the Chip Kelly of, of University of Oregon, you know, the 9,000-pound gorilla who changed uh, college football offenses with his up-tempo, no-huddle offense. Well, it didn't, hasn't happened. It didn't happen at UCLA. And everybody's been extremely disgruntled. The uh, the athletic department has taken a major hit in the attendance since Chip Kelly has been there. It was started to go down in the last few years when Jim Mora, the last couple of years under Jim Mora at UCLA, but it's gone down even dramatically more under Chip Kelly at uh, UCLA. So, and the UCLA athletic department is is bleeding out money. They have an 18.9 deficit in the athletic department. So they are in dire need of, of kicking in some kind of success, especially the two main programs that generate the most revenue, which are the basketball program and the football program. Now, the basketball program is in good stead. The hiring of Mick Cronin has been a tremendous boon for UCLA. He's got them back on track. Everybody's hopeful. They were one game away from, from tying the Pac-12 uh, conference uh, uh, first place with Oregon last year. If it wasn't for the last second shot by Jonah Matthews from USC that beat UC- UCLA at the buzzard and uh, denied UCLA a, a, a share of the, of the Pac-12 uh, title. But they're, so the basketball program's in, in good stead. Mick Cronin's got him, got him on the right track. He's got recruiting on board already. He's got everybody coming back from last year's team, all five starters, including Chris Smith, uh, the Pac-12 uh, most improved player of the year last year. So that's, that's in place. The only thing that's not in place is uh, UCLA football. And now with this comment that was made in the press conference that uh, Mookie Betts has bought uh, Chip Kelly's house, now everybody's a buzz. So... Uh, you know, and, and Chip Kelly didn't help didn't help himself by uh, 
by opening up the season last week but in Colorado against a former UCLA head football coach Carl Durrell where they went down 48-42. The Buffaloes took them out up in Colorado. The score did not indicate how badly the Bruins played. The game was not nearly as close as the score indicated 48-42. And it's the same old same old issues with UCLA football since day one since Chip Kelly took over the helm. They got poor inconsistent play at the quarterback position and the defense is just abysmal. Just a horrific failure. Now going into the third year under defensive coordinator Jerry Azanero. Uh, you know, if you looked at the numbers and you know you picked up the paper, if you didn't see the game and you just picked up the paper or you looked it up uh, the, the score on the web on a website ESPN and you looked at uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson's the quarterback's uh, uh, stats, you said, "Wow, this kid had a had a heck of a game. He threw for over 300 yards. He had four touchdowns. He ran for one for 65 yards." And you would say, "Woo, that's a heck of a performance." But he also had two turnovers. Uh, which converted into 14 points for Colorado. He made uh, numerous bad decisions. He missed numerous open wide receivers. They probably they probably should have had one, if not two more touchdowns. But because of uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson's inability to be accurate, uh, they missed on the opportunity. There were several times where Thompson threw off of his back foot like a high school JV quarterback would do. Just poor mechanics, um, and, and you just you look at the game, and you look at the young man's performance, and you say nothing's really improved um, from his first two years. So it's the same issues that have been plagued. That usually reflects on poor coaching. Uh, so you, when you look at the coaching, you look at who's in charge and who's been in charge for the past two years, going into his third year, is Chip Kelly. So having said that. You know, with this uh, selling his house to Mookie Betts and, and now with the new athletic director, uh, Martin Jarman, under heavy scrutiny to get this program on track. Uh, now there's speculation that who, who knows, maybe Chip Kelly's been fired already and there's been a silent agreement between him and Martin Jarman to finish out the year. And at the end of the year, at the end of the sixth game of the year, because it's an abbreviated season this year, he'll be let go or possibly seven games. Or, you know, they, they, you know, people are saying now that, you know, they play Utah this Saturday at the Rose Bowl. And Utah, of course, played in the Pac-12 championship game last year against Oregon. Although the Oregon Ducks took them out, they beat them. But Utah is still a very solid, very fine coach football team under Kyle Whittingham. Now, their game was canceled last week against Arizona because of the COVID-19 outbreak. But uh, trust me, if the game is, is on and he's able to re- have those players that were infected play, it'll be a rough road to hole for the Bruins. Uh, uh, Kyle Whittingham's Utah Utes have, beat, have made the Bruins their doormat for the past few years. So that game will be played in the Rose Bowl. I don't. I suspect that UCLA will have another loss after Saturday night against the Utah Utes. And then they roll up the next weekend. They roll up to uh, Eugene, Oregon, and they play the Oregon Ducks, who just dominated Stanford Cardinal last week in their opener. So it doesn't look it doesn't look too promising for the UCLA football program going into the first three games of this year. You can anticipate them being 0-3. When you before the season even started, though, the other six games that were on the calendar, two of those games on paper looked somewhat winnable. And I emphasize somewhat. And one of those games has been eliminated. The Colorado Buffaloes were one of those two games, and the Buffaloes beat the Bruins, Colorado. So now the only game on the calendar still that looks somewhat winnable is the fourth game of the year, and that'll be against the Arizona Wildcats at the Rose Bowl. So the Bruins can conceivably go into the fourth game of the year being 0-3. Okay, 
losing to Colorado last week. They play Utah this Saturday, and then they go 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 up to Eugene and play Oregon. If that's the case, people are talking about Martin Jarman, the athletic director, not even waiting till the end of the year. That making you know dropping the hammer now, getting rid of uh, uh, Chip Kelly now, which might make sense since Chip Kelly has, you know, he sees the writing on the wall. You know, he's he has sold his home, and it's gone. So Mookie Betts is uh, is the new right, the new proud owner of, of that of that beautiful home up in Encino, California. So now the word is okay. So the the uh, the bidding game starts, or the speculation starts as to who the next coach might be, if all these uh, dominoes fall into place. There's one name out there that's uh, everybody is is really really curious about, and of course he has ties to Martin Jarman,、uh, the new athletic director, because Martin Jarman was at Ohio State when when the famous、uh, Urban Meyer. Head was head coach at Ohio State, so there's、uh, you know there's a buzz there now. Now Martin Jarman just hired、uh, a former defensive coordinator at Ohio State to become Boston College's、uh, head coach just last year. Okay, so he has you know he has that propensity to want to keep that all in the family. Boy, I'd be very very curious to see whether or not Urban Meyer would be willing to consider coming back to college football. Now Urban Meyer is only 56 years old. So、uh, he had some health issues there, some few years back, but he seems to be fine now. He's a local sports broadcaster for a local sports、uh, TV station here, on,、uh, doing the games. And、uh, there's、uh, there's a buzz now that maybe Martin Jarman's talking to Urban Meyer as a possibility. Now, Urban Meyer has won three national championships. He won two at Colorado. I mean, excuse me, not two at Colorado. He won two at Florida, 2007 and 2009.、Uh, 2007, he beat、uh, the then Ohio State under Jim Tressel.、Uh, Tressel at the time was 12 and 0, and, and Urban Meyer at University of Florida was 12 and 1. They took him out. They took him out. They beat him 41 to 14. And then in 2009,、uh, the Florida Gators under Urban Meyer beat the Oklahoma Sooners. Both teams were 12 and 1 going into the BCS championship game, and and、um, and Florida took down the Oklahoma Sooners 24 to 14. Then of course, Urban Meyer played in the first、uh, college football playoff national championship game. Prior to that, it was the BCS championship game, and、uh, in that first game, that first uh, uh, under the new uh, headline, uh, the Ohio State uh, uh, Buckeyes beat the Oregon Ducks 42 to 14. So Urban Meyer comes in with a lot of cachet, great reputation, great recruiter, excellent teacher. Um, so who knows?、Uh, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some、uh, very, very, very highly uh, uh, motivated people to to right this ship at UCLA, and、uh, it, UCLA cannot afford to continue on with the kind of a、uh, less than mediocre fact that just an abysmal performance that the UCLA football program has been been having under the under the guidance and leadership of Chip Kelly. It's just it's unacceptable, and 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 fans and and alumni and and Former players are, are are fed up with it, so Martin Jarman's going to be under great pressure to make a change and do something. And uh, and uh, if Chip Kelly loses this Saturday, and if he goes up to Oregon and loses again,、uh, who knows? Maybe、uh, Martin Jarman drops the hammer now, doesn't wait, and the search begins for the new head football coach. Now, a couple other names have been bantied around there、uh, as possibilities. One, of course, there, this name has been bantied around a number of times for various head coaching jobs throughout the country, but he has stayed at Boise State. That's、uh, Brian Harson. 
Brian Harson is an outstanding football coach. He's been at Boise State since 2014. Uh, in the six years, going this is now going into his seventh year, but five of his first six years, he's won 10 or more games every year. Just an outstanding coach. He's, he was a former quarterback there, played at Boise State, was raised in, in Idaho. Um, he's 68 and 18 in six years at Boise State. He's only 44 years old. Very innovative offensively. Has a great offensive mind. So there's a name that just may be at the right for the pickings. Brian Harson has held off for various opportunities throughout his career while he's been at Boise State. But who knows? Maybe the right time is now. And uh, his uh, his his salary, his pay range, absolutely fits into the uh, UCLA budget. He's only being paid about 1.75 million dollars a year at Boise State. I mean, he can double that easily at UCLA, coming to UCLA. So the, the budget's there. The track record of winning is there. The uh, the the ability to uh, to recruit is there. So Brian Harson's got to be a name that's being, that's, uh, being considered strongly from Boise State for the opening, if, in fact, it does open up at UCLA. Now, another name that's been uh, bantied around that people are kind of talking about uh, maybe not as strongly as uh, Brian Harson from Boise State, but uh, he, one of my favorites. I've followed this guy since he's been a head coach, and he's done an outstanding job. He is now at the University of Central Florida, former Oklahoma Sooner quarterback Josh Hipple. Uh, he's been there uh, only two years, since 2018. He's only 42 years old. He's 26-6 and six overall at University of Central Florida. Uh, he's won a national championship as a college football player at the University of Oklahoma under the uh, head coaching job of Bob Stoops back then. He was also the Heisman Trophy runner-up in 2000 as a quarterback. So Josh Hipple has a great reputation of a great offensive mind. He's very innovative. He, uh, he, he knows what he's doing. He understands the football uh, and how to capitalize on strengths and weaknesses. And he would be, he might be another one just ready to make that big jump to a major Power 5 football program as a head coach. Uh, once again, he's only 42 years old, and, uh, and his salary range is also within UCLA's budget. He's only getting paid about $2.3, $2.4 million a year at University of Florida. So, um, you know, who knows? That, that could be another young and upcoming uh, uh, outstanding head football coach that the Bruins can, can take a look at. And then uh, another another name that's being kicked around here is, is a name that every UCLA football fan in, uh, is well aware of because he's come to UCLA and our, he came to the Rose Bowl and kicked UCLA's butt and UCLA went back to Cincinnati and he kicked their butt there too. And that is Luke Fickle, the head coach for the, for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, he's been there since 2017. He's going and he's only 47 years old. He's 32 and seven overall. He's done an outstanding job there at Cincinnati. He's born and raised from in Ohio. He went to Ohio State. Was a former football player at Ohio State. Defensive nose tackle, outstanding football player there. So uh, he's done well, and he's uh, he's taken it to UCLA in the past few years that he's that he's played him. So there's just there's three names there that that are being kicked around. Another name that's also being considered and being kicked around has done an outstanding job and really brought that program up from from. Uh, from pittance to actually being recognized as, as opening people's eyes in the Big Ten, and that is Tom Allen, the head coach from the University of Indiana. Uh, he's done a tremendous job there. He's only been there four years, going into his fifth year. Uh, he's only 50 years old, 
and uh, you know the Indiana football program has, has squandered in in uh, not even me- mediocrity in misery for the past uh, 10-15 years. They just have not been a good football team. So Tom Allen is another name. He's only 50. He's young as well. Another name that's being kicked around there. Another possibility is a former Pac-12 head football coach who didn't do both didn't do well when he was at Cal University of Cal, but is sure doing it now over at SMU. And that is Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes has uh, been at SMU now three years. He was he's uh, he's only 50 years old, and uh, he's done a tremendous job there at SMU. He's 22 and 12 overall at SMU, and he finally got himself a quarterback. Uh, they really didn't have when he was at Cal. So, Sonny Dykes, uh, very creative offensive mind, and uh, you know, so he's got his thing going on there at SMU. Uh, another possibility, maybe Sonny Dykes is being considered to come back into the Pac-12. He's familiar familiar with the Pac-12. He knows the recruiting landscape of the Pac-12. So who knows? Maybe that's that's another another name to to kick around. But but the one everybody's talking about, the one with extreme curiosity, is of course Urban Meyer. The former head football coach at University of Florida, and the former head football coach at Ohio State University, where Martin Jarman got a lot of his uh, great experience at, as in the athletic department. So, uh, you know, Chip Kelly, I think, has worn out his welcome at UCLA. He just hasn't uh, just hasn't gotten it done. As I said earlier, the last time UCLA had a winning a winning season was in 2015 under Jim Mora when they went eight and five. So they haven't had a winning. They're going into their fifth year without a winning season. Uh, that not good. Not good. They can't afford financially to continue to to squander in in uh, in misery over there at, in the football program at UCLA. So so that was that comment in that press conference uh, this week by Chip Kelly by no comment. Regarding Mookie Betts buying his house in Encino, has really set a buzz in LA, and, uh, and so it could be it very well could be that uh, Chip Kelly may have seen his last days here at UCLA. My guess, my guess is, I don't think Chip Kelly uh, finishes the year. I think if Chip Kelly rolls into his fourth game, which is against Arizona at the Rose Bowl, I anticipate he'll lose to Utah this Saturday. At the Rose Bowl, and I anticipate he'll lose the next week, the following week, up in Eugene, Oregon, against the Ducks, Oregon Ducks. So I suspect he'll come home to the fourth game of the year against Arizona, being 0-3. And I think uh, I think uh, Martin Jarman will drop the hammer. I don't think he'll wait. I don't think he'll wait. It, the, the spirit of the fan base, the spirit of the alumni, the spirit of of everybody that's that's affiliated affiliated or connected to UCLA football is just uh, in the dumps. As I said earlier, nothing's gotten better, nothing's changed. If anything, it's gotten worse. For example, to give you the, uh, an example of how things have gotten worse, at least defensively, okay, under the uh, defensive coordinator uh, Jerry Azanero. in 2018, year one of Chip Kelly's uh, uh, reign at UCLA. Uh, which was Azanero's first year. The Bruin total defense. They finished 100. They were 102 out of 130 in Division One football. 102. Okay, just 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 a terrible year. Just they're just bad. Just not very good at all. So you figure from year to year, defense teams are supposed to get better. That's that's the objective. You improve from year to year. Well, in his second year, 2019, Jerry Azanero. Defensive coordinator, the Bruins finished 113th out of 130. So they didn't get better; they got worse than they did their their first year, which was terrible. 
okay so it's just been uh, mind-boggling to a lot of people here why chip kelly's even retained this jerry as as a defensive coordinator chip kelly made some changes on defense in the co- defensive coaching staff he brought in two new defensive coaches this year defensive uh, line coach johnny nansen from usc and uh he also brought in uh brian norwood from Navy as a defensive backfield coach. And then the year before, he brought in Jason Kafusi uh, um, from Nevada as the outside linebacker coach. So he has made some changes, okay? But the big main change that needed to be changed was the defensive coordinator position. And everybody anticipated after last year's pathetic performances that Chip Kelly would make the change, okay? Chip Kelly did not make the change. He kept as narrow. Not only did he keep him, but he gave him a raise. So people are just totally baffled, befuddled, and bewildered by Chip Kelly and, and, and with his uh, with his uh, relationship with uh, Jerry Azanero. But Azanero, in his six years most recent stints as a defensive coordinator, he has never finished better than 89th ranked, 89th total defense in the country. Okay, there's only five of those six years. Okay, were Division One. Okay where there was 131 teams that one year where he was with a defensive coordinator for the university of Massachusetts. That's an FCS team. There are 120 teams in the FCS. Unlike uh, the FBS where there's 130, uh, he was 110th, 110th out of 120. So he has never been successful as a defensive coordinator, Jerry Asnero. And yet Chip Kelly continues to keep him as his defensive coordinator. So, you know, in my view, the two choices that Chip Kelly has made have have been the demise of UCLA football. And that is, one, keeping Jerry Azanero as a defensive coordinator, and two, still staying steady with uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson at the quarterback position, keeping in mind that he thinks he's the guy that can get it done. You know, uh, there was a kid that played behind uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson last year. His name was Austin Burton. The young man didn't play very much, but when the few times that he did play, he was very productive. He showed a lot of promise. He had a lot of a lot of poise, a lot of cachet. He had a lot of feel for the position. He had great presence in the pocket, very accurate. But yet, um, he decided to transfer. He transferred to Purdue uh, just this past year, so he's no longer with the program. Uh, UCLA in the end uh, last year got a commitment from uh, a Washington University transfer quarterback, Colson Yankoff. And uh, Yankoff, of course, last year didn't play, redshirted, but there was hope that he would compete for the starting position against uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. But Chip Kelly has his mind fixed on Dorian Thompson-Robinson being his guy. So consequently, what does Colson Yankoff do? Supposedly, he went to Chip Kelly before the season started, right before the season started, as a matter of fact, and asked to be a switch to wide receiver. So there you go. When a, when, when a quarterback or when any player finally decides can see the right on the wall that regardless of what he does, whether it's in a game or in practice, he's not going to get a fair shot to compete and play. And uh, because Chip Kelly has, has a fix on Dorian Thompson Robinson being his guy at quarterback, that has been his demise because Dorian Thompson Robinson has not lived up to his billing coming out of high school, Gorman High School in Las Vegas, where he was rated the second or third best dual quarterback in the country. He just hasn't gotten it done. So consequently, they haven't been consistently productive on offense. And then they've been a complete complete failure 
on defense under Jerry Asnero. So Chip Kelly has buried himself with, with, with his coaching and his stubbornness and his, his inability to, to make adjustments. And it looks like uh, he's at the end of his rope now here. It looks like with, uh, with, with the discovery of him selling his house to Buki, uh, uh, Mookie Betts and, uh, and uh, the new athletic director, Martin Dramon, needing to, to make a, uh, an overhaul of the uh, football program quickly, it looks like uh, Chip Kelly may be on his way out. And I think that would be a good thing for UCLA football and probably a good thing for Chip Kelly as well. It just has not worked out. Okay, this will be the third head coaching job that he's gotten fired from. Got fired at Philip from the Philadelphia Eagles, got fired from the San Francisco 49ers, and now it looks very probable that he, some miracle could happen and he can turn it around, which I doubt that he's going to get fired from uh, from the uh, UCLA Bruins head coaching job. So um, it's, it's, it's been uh, unfortunate. There was uh, such great hope and such great uh, anticipation with the hiring of Chip Kelly with his uh, reputation coming out of Oregon, but it just has not worked out. So it's probably best for everybody that Chip Kelly goes on his merry way and Martin Germain goes on the hunt and starts looking for a replacement and uh, gotta be unbelievable if he can actually get in competition to to lure uh, Urban Meyer back into the college football environment uh, you know Urban Meyer has won three national championships so he sure certainly would bring that kind of um, panache to UCLA football with his reputation so That'll be it for me, everyone. That'll close out another one of my shows and, uh, you know, from sportspack12.com. And, and uh, we look forward to having you back on again. I'll be probably coming on in another few weeks, so please join me. So from sportspack12.com, I'm Michael Martinez. You Everybody have a great evening. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy.